absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. All right, folks, here we go. It's Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing, glad to be with you. And we invite you to check out SportsInsiderRadio.com. And the number is 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. A lot on the docket. College hoops behind us, but we've got the home stretch of the NBA and the NHL seasons with the postseason right around the corner. My favorite four days of the year, the Masters. Tease off tomorrow morning at Augusta National going to be a special event. We'll be talking about that. Oh, there's World Cup coming up. Baseball's off to the races. And the NFL drafts are right around the corner. So football's always part of the equation. There's always a lot to talk about. And today we're going to have some fun. Mike is going to join us from johnsyndicate.com. And we're going to be uh, glad to have James Jones on board. Hello, boys. How you guys doing today? Hey, man, I'm, uh, I'm right, trying man. to... I'm trying to stay warm, but finally it's a, it's a break of weather from a nice 35 day after day. I think we have about 62 degrees outside here in Baltimore. And then we have James Jones uh, on the show as our first time for him. So we're going to pop his cherry and, and get some knowledge, obviously, with a lot of the stuff that he's going into in the next couple months. I'm just very excited, Brian. Yeah, no, and we're going to talk about the Masters. And I know, James, uh, that's kind of your backyard. I know you guys uh... – you know, you swing by the Masters on occasion, and uh, you've been over there. And uh, what a—that's what—it's on the bucket list to go walk around that course. It's got to be amazing. Right, exactly what you said. Um, this is one of my favorite weeks of the year as well. And you know, we usually go on Thursdays and Sundays, so so we're, we're looking forward to it tomorrow for sure. And the first round, right out of the gate. I mean, it's the great unknown. But uh, this event specifically this year, so deep. And you you look at the the top five, six guys are all in the ten to one range. And with Tiger and Phil getting all this publicity, uh, and you've got Justin Thomas playing at a ridiculous level. Nobody's talking about Rory McIlroy, and he's trying to c- complete the career Grand Slam. But in terms of wagering on this thing, with all those guys that are uh, so highly thought of. There are really good golfers that are out there at ridiculously high overlaid prices. Right. right. And uh, right before last week's tournament, I, I personal uh, that I like, I like Jordan Speed, and I, I was able to get him at fifteen to one. And normally, you know, he's eight to nine to one and one in this tournament every year. So I was pretty pumped about that price. Michael, you're a big uh, soccer guy. You love the stuff on the periphery. Uh, uh, are, are you a, a Masters watcher? Do you enjoy? You know, I'll, I'll probably tune in Sunday. Um, you know, it's not like the old days when Tiger had his, you know, the red shirt on and he was every single, every single uh, hole was a big, you know, ex- there's a lot of excitement. So the notoriety for me as a fan has worn off a little bit. But, you know, I, I've been dealing with James for years now and we've had a lot of good runs with just, you know, player matchups and actually tournament after tournament doing very good and being able to make money on those long shots, because everybody, like you said, everybody's going to have an opinion or probably take a guy that's got you know a short price on him, while we're always looking, and James particularly, looking for those long shots where we could get a lot of value and be able to, to, to make a nice chunk of change, because we're not just going to put it all in, all our eggs in one basket on one player. We're going to spread it out because we know we're going to get a good price um, on all of them. Yeah, no, I've got like four guys, and the 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 cheapest one is like in the sixty to one range. And then right. what you do is you come back on Friday night, and you could get a pick a guy. I you could get Bubba Watson maybe five shots back on Friday night and get him at twenty five to one instead of sixteen to one. Uh, you know, it's all about uh, you know misogynist thing and, and trying to find value. Exactly, and and also the uh, what I've been reading lately, the weather reports looking it could get kind of windy the, the next four days. I've seen up to ten to fifteen miles an hour wind this this weekend. I'm not sure if that's what you're seeing as well, but but 
It's going to be rainy on Saturday as well, almost 90% chance of rain. So it could cause some low scoring as well. Well, it could, and but the, the, and it's funny because that could go one of two ways. Uh, as right. as you're watching this, that they're saying it's going to be you know showers so they can play, but that wind could be part of the equation on right. Saturday. So to the the overview strategy that we're talking about in terms of getting some value play midstream. I think it becomes even more valuable because, and you've been there, James, you tell me. I mean, historically, when the wind kicks up and it starts to swirl, and we know Race Creek and Amen Corner and the wind can wreak havoc with these guys, but generally speaking, the wind tends to crop up midday and in the afternoon. So the guys on Saturday morning, even if it's just showers, they'll have more pristine conditions to put a low score up, and the guys that are the leaders are going to be out there in survival mode. Yeah, 100%. Even um, uh, uh, tomorrow, they're predicting around 10 miles an hour winds, and you can uh, shoot. I like to bet a lot of first-round leaders. I know you do too, Brian. And so you can get uh, taking the guys going off early and watching the wind reports. That's definitely more value on those guys as well. And they'll have the same prices as the later guys going off. You can cash easy cash a hundred to one ticket playing the guys that are going off early in the morning where it's you know not it's less windy. Yeah, so when you go now you're going Thursday and Sunday. You know, you, what, what's the mo? What, what's your plan when when you walk around? I, and I I mean I'm such a I remember this. This is my favorite event of the year. Uh, I mean if I I've never been. And you invited me last year, and I couldn't do it. That's right. I, 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 the day I believe me, the day is going to come. I, and I could just, I, I can walk right in my mind. I can walk the course. I know every hole. But in terms of viewing, it would seem to me what like uh, six. The par three six is pretty good because on the backside of six, you can see some of the back nine, and then obviously aim in corner. You get the three holes, and then uh, you're sitting at uh, fifteen. You get the par par 5 coming across the water and then you can still see uh, the par 3 16th so picking the right spot where to watch has got to be quite the exercise it is normally we'll get there I mean as soon as it opens and I'll go run and, and put a chair around number 13 Yep. then I'll, I'll leave it there and walk around um, I like to watch uh, the leaders go off number 1 tee box but it, it, it's going to be really tough I, I want to get as close as possible to Tiger but it's going to be very very tough Follow him with me to swarm like the crowd. It's going to be unreal. I know they're expecting to break all the ratings records this year, so it's definitely a fun trip, man. No, when you're there, and we we see how confounded they are, specifically at twelve. Uh, they throw the right. blades of grass up, and and sometimes you know, as the guy goes in his backswing, all of a sudden there's a gust, and and guys hit it in the water, and just, they they can't believe what just happened to them. But when when right. when you're there. Uh, can you sense the wind? Uh, you know when those conditions arise. Can you can you can you actually you know you know, see how impactful it is? One hundred percent. And uh, last uh, last year, we like I said, we got there early, and it was hardly no wind at all. And then around noon, it just picked up drastically. And certain parts of the course, the higher layout parts of the course, the the, the wind was all way different from the. From um, you know the lower end of the course on number uh, number one, number two, it, it was so windy right there. And then some of the layouts are where you know it, it drops below, you know where it's, you, know, you know what I'm saying, where it's, it's a lot lower. It's, it's definitely not it's not as windy in some areas of the course. You know, it, one more thing about the course, and then I wanted to ask you something, Mike. But it's funny after all these years, and you think of all the famous holes. The one that, uh, to me, is so unbelievably impactful that could really change the fortunes for guys might fall through the cracks for a lot of people, and I'd be very intrigued if you've been there, is number seven. And it's it's a tough driving hole. It's, it's one of the more narrow holes on the course. So if you hit it in the short grass, you've got a good opportunity for a birdie because it's one of those pins where uh, – where, Usually, where they put it, it's in a bowl, and you can you can get the ball close, but it's a really tough driving hole. And if you're under the trees, I mean, it's either a birdie hole or a double bogey hole. 
And I don't think a lot right. of people give seven much credence, but seven is the one that can really change somebody's fortunes for this thing. Right, you're 100% correct. <clears throat> Love it, man. It, it, it's going to be great. I, I, It's my favorite four days of the year. And, and Mike, just the nature of the time uh, of this era with mobile apps, it used to be, and it wasn't that long ago, seriously, five, six years ago, other than the Masters, they'd have more things. But basically a golf tournament, you put up the odds, you bet the odds for the tournament, and have a nice day. That was it. Your bet was in Thursday, and however it panned out, it panned out. But now you'll have fluctuating future odds throughout the entire event. You'll have daily head-to-head matchups. Uh, there'll be props and indexes. There there could be what will I don't know, Mark Leishman's third-round score be over under 70-and-a-half. I mean, the, the, the opportunities are endless that are presented simply just because of technology now. Well, I mean, what's going on nowadays is you can't just be – years ago when you could just be a standalone better where you're just putting in a play before the game starts in the morning, you're calling, you know, you're calling your guy and that's it. You know, it's not like that anymore. Now you're basically trading every sport all hours of the day. Um, and we'll get into it with our World Cup, um, you know, profile and, and basically an early report for the World Cup later in the show. But we're having plays come into us all hours of the night from international soccer. And same thing with golf. Most people, because they're not a fan of the game, they choose to ignore it when the truth is, it doesn't matter the shape of the ball. It doesn't matter the sport. If there's a line on it, we have an edge. And a guy, look, James is very knowledgeable. He's come. This is the first time he's actually on our show. But if you go to oddsworthbetting.com and you want to subscribe to a syndicate place, you'll get his direct access to the golf this weekend and to something that you're probably not accustomed to playing, but you can get access to this weekend. There's value, and I know nothing. I'm not the guy talking to me about golf you guys are fans and you guys are very knowledgeable i'm not i'm more of a fan from an, an outsider standpoint so a standard player just thinking he could catch an edge by going on his app and just putting in a player because like a mickelson or a tiger woods that are you know the high profile names those aren't the names that are going to make you money in this tournament but if you have the daily knowledge of playing the matchups each day or each round, round by round, and literally trading it through the weekend, there's a ton of value every single day, as well as this weekend uh, with this tournament and all these other sports that are going on simultaneously. Now, in the big thing, I think, in that regard, uh, James, so in many instances, and a lot of times, it's the majors uh, and the masters specifically, that you're a victim of what your tee times were. If if it's right. you know it if it was raining Thursday you have a Thursday morning tea time and it's raining and windy and it's not the case this year, but the, the you know Thursday morning you got the worst of it uh, weather wise and then the next day it was nice in the morning and crummy in the afternoon half the fields almost eliminated by where their tea times were I mean and that's just right. the luck of the draw I think we're okay in that regard this year on Thursday and Friday where it seems like we're going to have some consistent weather uh but that nonetheless the the, the wind uh the wind still does crop up in the afternoon so who who handles in the first two days who handles the afternoon draw better those are the guys that are going to have an edge going into the weekend i mean they're all talented but sometimes you know what time you tee off matters exactly and right now it's kind of sprinkling here in town and so I would think there will be a slight edge tomorrow morning on the guys that are teeing off early with soft greens but yep. I, I know Augusta is built to get rid of the the, the, um, the water on the greens really fast with all the irrigation they have but there's, there's probably a slight advantage on like I said picking a first round leader tomorrow morning picking one of those guys that, that, that has the stream value since, since the greens should be soft and not as you know lightning fast than they usually are. That's a great point. I mean, and then like all these other little things that factor into it, and they've got to deal with it. But, you know, if you're teeing off in the morning and the greens are soft and rece- receptive, but you're also getting the greens 
uh, in pristine conditions. And the the right. more moist the greens are later in the day, now you got guys out there dealing with spike marks that they're putting through. I mean, there's I mean, you, you think it's a simple thing, but there are a lot of things that go into play here. Exactly. <clears throat> All right, good stuff. Uh, we got. Mike with uh, johnsyndicate.com. James Jones, kind enough to join us. It's Sports Insider Radio. Glad to be with you here on a Wednesday. Inviting you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. So the Masters is going to be at the forefront for my weekend. But what a time of year where we've got the home stretch of the regular season in the NBA and the NHL. And we've got motivation for some of these teams. Uh, Mike, we start with the NBA where – some of these teams talk about it's not just the the seven and eight seeds or the teams fighting just to get in. Some of these teams are highly motivated because they're going, oh my god, we got to win and move up seeding wise because we don't want to take on a monster in the first round. So motivation's a very big tool at this time of year. Well, on the East Coast, uh, seven of the top eight have locked up a playoff seed. Um, Milwaukee's the only one that hasn't locked it up. They're up five games on Detroit, even though Detroit's been, you know, they've, they've been red hot. They've won five straight, and ever since that trade to acquire Blake Griffin, they've been very good against the spread, as well as winning games outright, um, because early in the season they were just you know, pathetic. And we've caught a lot of value in the last few weeks with them as well. But when you look into the West Coast, the only three teams that have locked up a playoff seed are the top three, Houston, Golden State, and Portland. And you look between four, which is Utah, and then down to New Orleans that are in the playoffs, and then you have Denver and the Clippers, you're talking about you have seven teams fighting for five spots. So these games, you really have to take advantage of the games that actually matter because a lot of these teams that are out of the playoffs are not playing players. They really don't care. They're kind of giving their youngsters some playing time. They're not really caring to win the game. They're just looking to get some more value and seeing some of those youngsters that haven't had time throughout the season play. But, you know, looking at some of the games that are coming up today, it's not as much compelling with the playoff matchups. Um, but tomorrow you have the Clippers playing Utah, which is a, a pre- pretty much a playoff caliber game because they have to win and move on or win and stay in you know, the limelight of being in the playoffs. And then second, you have Minnesota and Denver. So, from now until the end of the season, there's a lot of spots that we're looking at, particularly where we could take value and see the games that actually matter, because what's going on is if you don't truly follow this up to game time, coaches, it's not like football with a football, you know, an injury report. You literally have coaches sitting players 20, 30 minutes before game time. So if you're just a standalone, you know, better that doesn't have any knowledge of what's going on and he's just putting in his play first thing in the morning and forgetting about it, can't make money in the NBA right now doing that because you have no idea who's going to be playing literally up to game time. So we're tracking everything. We've done very well this NBA season. Um, we're just very excited for the playoffs to start. They start on the 15th, and you know, it's excruciatingly long. We say this year after year. Uh, they've extended it from April 15th through mid-June when the finals are. So it's going to be a nice, long road. I mean, I personally love it. I'm a huge basketball fan. But uh, off a side note here, um, we have, I just got a text message from John all the way in Tel Aviv. He's listening. He didn't have enough. He has Wi-Fi. He couldn't call. He couldn't be on the show today. This is the first time, Brian. He's listening. He's all the way across the world. I don't know where he is in the country or what he's doing, but he's definitely out hearing everything. Well, I'm assuming he took his, you know, Four laptops, three iPads, and I mean, he's, you know, he's got his little mini. I, mean, I thought he'd just staple a satellite dish to his head and call in. Yeah, he's uh, man, it's a, it's it's one of these things where he's he's groomed me to literally we're 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 literally have so many at our disposal guys like you who, if you go to insidersgame.com, you could purchase your selections. We have James coming on the show. That if you go to oddsworthbetting.com, you can purchase your selection. Where everybody's got their own niche in the market, and we're literally have more access to everything globally. Because John's out there, he's meeting clients in person. He's not out there for fun, even though I know during the day he's going to be, you know, riding around taking pictures, and you know he's a, he's a photography nut. So I'm sure you'll be getting maybe even a, a couple pictures to your cell phone in the next few days, Brian. But you know, we're just very excited for you know the World Cup that's coming up in the 
you know, in June, the actual playoffs are going, and obviously we haven't talked about it yet on the show, but baseball has just started, and the systems that we have in place for MLB are bar none, literally the best money makers year-round. And with baseball, and, and like I said, we got the World Cup to kick around. There's so many things we can talk about. But but earlier, hey, real quick, though, I'm back to the NBA for just a second because I wanted to ask James because I know you, uh, they were what happened to the Atlanta Hawks, man? I mean, you were going to the games. Oh, yeah. These guys were good. Uh, you know, you were going to playoff games. What happened to this these guys? Man, yeah, they just basically trade away everybody, I guess, trying to get, you know, do it for the future. That's, that's basically no explanation for it. They just got rid of everybody that was relevant. And what did the fan base say about that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't go to many of the Hawks games, but I'm, I'm, but I'm more, you know, on the Falcon side and uh, the Georgia Bulldogs guy and Atlanta Braves guy, but I, you know, I've been to a couple last year when they were decently relevant, but and the fans are still going in there. It's a, it's a good atmosphere, but it's just, you know, they get, got, rid, got rid of all their best players. So it's just, I don't know. This is going to be years before they're, they're, they're decently relevant again. Well, you know, speaking of the Georgia Bulldogs, uh, I would Bill, say. Don't you got to bring it up, Brian? Really? You got to bring it up? <laughs> no, wait a minute. I'm just going to tell you Brian Harmon, 80 to 1 for the Masters. The course is set up for left-handers. I'll, I'll throw that one out there. Right. Brian Harmon contended last year in the summer in the majors, and uh, I, I think this guy contends this week at a big price, and he's a Georgia Bulldog. So I'm hoping that's an omen that you brought them up. All right. Well, another another theory, we call it the baby swag. Um, I think it was Sergio who had a baby and won the Masters. Bubba Watson had a baby the week before and won the Masters. Yep. Another Georgia Bulldog that just had a baby yesterday was uh, Russell Henley. Oh, he, he and his wife had their kids. So he's, you know, he's, it's a good price on him if you believe in stuff like that. But. You know what? It's not crazy. I mean, in hockey, right. I'm telling you, uh, when a, a guy, his wife has a baby, I'm telling you, the next game, he's like almost a gut cinch to score a goal. It's amazing. I'm, I'm telling you, you know, just watch out. I had to do it just in case. <laughs> uh, so it's Sports Insider Radio. We invite you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. We got more information coming your way. Invite you to check out the website. And we're going to step aside. When we come back, we'll dive into baseball a little bit. we got the World Cup on the horizon and the NFL draft and what that means in terms of futures and things we'll be chatting about all summer long here on Sports Insider Radio. Mega Masters Sale is in full swing at Las Vegas Golf and Tennis. Save up to 50% store-wide on clothes, clubs, balls, and bags. Noodle Golf Balls 15-pack, $9.88, or two for $15. Package sets, $99.88. Visit LVGolf.com for more deals. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information? Direct Directly from the Vegas Wise Guys, the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 
1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com, get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679-1-800-209-1679. All right, we're back with you. Sports Insider Radio, 800-209-1679, 800-209-1679, and inviting you to check sportsinsiderradio.com. All right, Brian Blessing with you, and we've got Mike from johnsyndicate.com, James Jones on the line, and I just got the text, too. I guess it was a group thing uh, that our good friend John from far, far, far away is listening, and it looks like he's hanging by a beach. Must be nice. He's all the way uh, in Tel Aviv. Um, Man, I mean, it looks a lot nicer than what I'm looking out out the window right now. Um, There's definitely no green where I'm looking. It's just gray but you know not all of us could, could travel the world and meet clients and, and be in touch with all these syndicates that we actually deal with one-on-one and this is why we say we're global not local there's a reason for that and and john puts the wheels in motion and meets these groups in person to, to make our success and, and continue to grow and, and obviously innovate and move into the new era of literally this the app trading and we have to be fully trading every aspect of every sport to, to be the best of what we do, which we truly believe we are. All right, let's go to James on baseball. Let's let's dive in here, the early stages of the season, trying to get a read on these teams, see what pitchers are in good form. You know, history repeats itself a lot. Um, but early on, James, what are the things you're paying attention to closely as you're watching teams in the first week and a half, two weeks, three weeks? Let's see what we're dealing with here. Well, I like to see um, how the number three and number four starting pitchers, how, how, how they're fitting in the rotation. And, um, I mean, we, we all know, you know, the Matt Scherzers of the world and the Justin Berlanders of the world. You know, I like to see which – because I'm a big futures player. Uh, I bet, bet futures in just, in just about every single score. So I like to see how good are these number three and number four starters in each rotation. Nothing yeah. make or break you down the road. And, and, Brian, I don't mean to interject here, but, James, why don't you tell them the futures wager that you just hit on Monday night? And it's – why don't you explain it? Well, when did you put that in? Back in November, correct? Right, right. I, mean, I, I had a 28-to-1 20, Villanova ticket back in November. And, you know, I, I'm big on guards during the, uh, March, during the March Madness tournament. And, you know, Villanova's known for their guards. And, the, you know, Brunson played there two years ago, and they won it all, so – I thought to me it looked like extreme value, and I evidently, you know, obviously it turned out to be one. So um, I had a couple others, but that was that was the the big one that 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 definitely cashed. And from a future perspective, the next big thing, obviously baseball's off and running now, but the thing that we'll be spending the summer months gearing up. Football's not far away. We've got the NFL draft coming up April twenty sixth. Uh, and it's going to be pretty volatile, and teams are going to be getting new franchise quarterbacks. So. Uh, you know, starting to you know plot a course for futures uh, in the NFL, but the big one it would be college football when we try to get the information on spring practices and you know what college football teams could be flying under the radar. Exactly, and, and I, I'm still sick. To be honest with you, I, I had a last year I had played um 44 to one Georgia ticket. I had oh four or five hundred dollars on that last year, and I, I mean I'm still sick thinking about it. But. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Everything's gearing up to to the to football season and, and, and the NFL draft coming up very soon. So it'd be interesting to see. And I see the Patriots are trying to get Odell. But a lot of things are in the works. That's right. Big trade today. Brandon Cooks, Patriots re- reloading, and they send Cooks to the Rams. Gives Goff a weapon, and the Patriots get a first round pick. So uh, it, it, this, the NFL draft's volatile, and we're not even there. And on draft day, it's going to be a circus act, Mike. Well, absolutely, and, and on top of that, did you see the big trade the Ravens made today? We got a great player. His name's RG3. And, and <laughs> congratulations. 
I mean, I don't look. The Orioles are pathetic, and for them to make this announcement, um, it's it, I, I don't know what they're trying to prove. With obviously, he was a track star coming out of Baylor that tried to play quarterback, and and before he, you know, before the injuries, he was distinctly a decent quarterback. But in the NFL, the the talent and the speed is so much faster than college that you can't just play like that. And with the injuries year after year, I don't see what they're they're. I really don't see the potential of a backup quarterback with him at all, but I guess maybe they knew more than I do. But from a fan standpoint, I think it's a pretty uh, poor trade. Well, and the thing, the thing that happens, I mean, you know, these guys, you know, we see Tyrod Taylor, guys like that, the, the, these mobile scat back kind of quarterbacks, and they have their moment, and they can win you the odd game. Uh, but the reality of it is their style of play lends itself to injury, too. That's the other thing, and, and RG3 is a perfect example of that. Well, you're looking for a guy that's going to take you into the playoffs and is going to be there game after game um, That's you know that you could basically rely on. And with a guy like that, um, especially Tyrod, I mean, yeah, he's great when he's great, but when he's bad, he's really bad. And the, the cause of an injury – it just you know for the for actually a playoff run like that, it's just you're you're very susceptible to an, a very easy injury opportunity, and then you don't have your starting quarterback, which is the biggest player or the biggest key for your team to begin with. And it is the NFL, right? I mean, no matter what, even at this time of year, we talk about a trade today and the drafts coming up, and it is the 800 pound gorilla. Uh, but many people uh, focus on football and then. You kind of just shut it down, and they'll come back and start looking at the board when football returns. But uh, I think it's a point of discussion that we're having here. With all these different sports that may be on the board, there's no need to just say, well, it's football and football only. There's just so many other opportunities that are out there, and then you're trying to find chinks in the armor and find soft numbers if you can. Well, last year we had a great run with totals in college football. Um, NFL is a very tough sport to handicap whatsoever and to try to even have groups that we have a lot of groups that shy away from it in, in general but when it comes to college football there's so much value because there's so many more games on the board and you know the numbers are not as you know they're a lot softer than the nfl so you can find a lot more value on a college football saturday when there's 60 games on the board versus the only 13 games that are on the board every single sunday uh year after year it seems college football by far is a bigger money maker, but you know, for the standalone fan that just wants to bet on Sundays, you know, it's a tough ride because unless you, you know, are your second half better when you're watching the first half develop and you could actually get a lot of value in the second half, just playing NFL team without any, you know, arbitrage or basically trading second half is very hard to win year after year. And then the the strategies and the opportunities that exist when we get to football with halftime wagers. Uh, and James, you can talk about this too. Is I mean, a whole new and completely different animal is the in game wagering aspect of things. Where you know you're sitting there doing a cartwheel of some team that you uh, believe in, you know, falls behind by thirteen, and and you can go get yourself some nice big money line play, knowing that they had a bad break or moved the ball up and down the field and fumbled twice in the red zone, uh, but you believe over the course of the remaining. 35 minutes of the game that they're going to get it done you know these opportunities that exist within the games are special yeah exactly and um basically watching watching what the public perception is at at halftime and and not playing everything that looks you know oh the Patriots are down by 14 to 100 percent they're coming back you know that, that's what the you know the the bookmakers want you to think too. Is they're just being careful and, and knowing every game situation and what's going on and and what the second half line should be versus what the bookmakers are giving you. That's very important when doing second half wagering. Michael uh, wants to give us an update because the summer months, the World Cup is coming up, and you're very passionate and knowledgeable about the World Cup and soccer. And you still got the home stretch of other league play, but it's all leading up to. Uh, the World Cup, where these games are going to be at the forefront and readily available on TV, and that will pique a lot of players' interest. Which, I mean, truly, that's that's really the biggest, uh, you know, from a fan standpoint, people are actually going to take a look at the World Cup because it's on TV versus when we talked about this on the radio yesterday, that, you know, because 
it's going to be every game is going to be telecasted, and because it's not a it's not during football like the the rest of soccer is during you know the fall, people are actually going to be intrigued to watch it and be in tune with it, just like they do every four years. And there's a lot of value because we talk about this year after year when there's an element of a tie, and we know that there's both teams could be a dog, and you could also tie up two legs, and you could have a tie wager. And you could also have a smaller wager on the side. If you believe that the game is going to be a tie because when it's in group play early on, teams are not looking to win the game specifically. They're just looking to get a minimum of a point, which is what they get for a tie. So as the group, you know, as they start playing group play and now they they separate themselves from the team below them, with the second and third or fourth game in the group, you take a shot and you may just need a tie just to advance. You can't just look at a team and say this team is better than the other team they're going to win because they they could actually make a tie worth it for them there's a lot more value that goes into it and with soccer it's it's a very unique sport because players that play year-round come onto these you could call it all-star teams um because nationally they come on and they're they play all around the world on their their prospective club teams and they come onto the national level, and certain players, year, you know, World Cup after World Cup, are just better there than they are on their club teams. And with that scenario, like I have, I'm putting together futures wagers already for the World Cup, and not looking at the top, you know, the top specifically the futures wagers for the tournament winner. But you could find a lot of value in who's going to win the group, and not have to put in for the, just the tournament winner. So we're doing a lot of research right now. Uh, year after year, soccer has been my forte. Having a Russian lineage and being born, you know, in Ukraine and coming over here, soccer has been a passion of mine my entire life, as we call it, you know, football. And you know, there's a lot of value to be said in that. And I'm just very excited for the summer. And and truthfully, right now, baseball is incredible. Year after year, I'm just I, I get so excited for baseball. When everybody else is like, well, it's baseball. They're, it's it's like watching paint dry when you watch these games. I don't watch any of them, Brian. This is all about making money, treating your betting as a business, and, and truly taking the summer months and making uh, a nice, sustainable profit going into the fall where you could just sit back and make money off football and actually enjoy watching the games if you're a fan at that, at that point. You know, and the other thing, when you talk about the World Cup, too, I mean, it's not just, oh, hey, this team or uh, this group. Sometimes it's the locations and the venues, right? Because travel's actually an issue in the World Cup. 100% right with that. See, year after year, they put these World Cups in, you know, in countries that are not, you know, the, the roads like they would be in the United States. It's much harder you know, to travel by bus because planes might not be able to travel from location to location and they could be in these, you know, exotic places where they're not the top flight stadiums where the final is going to be or the final few games are going to be. So the travel from game to game could be, you know, excruciating. And these guys that are not used to, you know, going on a bus for an entire day and they're used to flying from location on their private, you know, the team jets on their club teams, it could, it definitely could be a potential trap opportunity where a team is traveling and they're coming across from the other side of, you know, because it's such a big location in Russia where they're playing and they're having it spread out that the travel schedule is definitely a part of the equation to, to make these plays that will make you successful this summer. And James, it, it really is just a function is that all 365 days, I mean, it used to be, I mean, you take July, uh, you'd have these calm, you know, I mean, you catch your breath a little bit. It, it's endless now. I mean, it really uh, is 365 days a year where defined opportunities exist on the board. Exactly. And, and I, I'm like you. I'm a, I'm a big golf fan. And once golf starts in January, I'm very excited. And that and that'll, go, that'll be every weekend and all the way up until September, you know, full force. And then there are huge future payouts that are uh, available on the, on the card each and every week. So even though in July when there's not much going on, there's a we have two majors almost in July. So there, there, there's a lot of money to be made during the summer. Well, it, listen, the, the majors, the masters, I mean, you, you, you know, it, it gets the spotlight. But like you just said, uh, this past weekend, I, I had the, the Dallas 
or in Texas, the match play is one of my favorite events of the year because you get to watch the guys and turn around and bet them or fade them the following day. But you watch that and you learn about guys' current form. I had Ian Poulter before the Houston Open at 80-1. to He shoots 73, comes back with a 64, and it's back to the betting strategy we talk about of reloading heading into the weekend. They, they, he's four shots back, and he was 60-1. to Put another little small play on Ian Poulter, so had him at 80 and 60 to 1, and he almost spit the bit, but then he showed some class and, and won, you know, birdied 18 and won it in the playoff. But, I mean, I will just say that one score like that basically makes your entire year in that sport a free roll. 100%. That is exactly right, man. <clears throat> And this is what we look we look for with these opportunities, Mike. Um, and the Masters, I think, is going to be just a, a perfect example of that with uh, indexes and props and in-game wagering. And we talk about the prowess you guys have with halftime wagers and in, the in-game wagering aspect of it. Um, just because an event starts doesn't mean it's done because you do treat it like uh, you're trading in, in finding the value in the numbers with events that have already started. Well, with baseball right now, um, you know, if we if we have a specific system that is telling us to play a team that's a heavy favorite and they're playing on the road, most times we will play the run line because we could still find the value in in a the dog value on a team that normally is favored if you play them actually on the run line. But if we particularly like a team and the pitcher, we're not going to play them for the game. We're going to play them in the first five and. Normally, uh, we don't particularly play the first five for at least the first month of the season because, like James said earlier, we want to see how the rotations actually are, are working and how these pitchers translate um, the pitch count from spring training to actually putting it in there and being in there for a, potentially a seven, eight, or maybe even a full game out there. So these guys that are actually out there right now, we're doing a lot of tracking right now and we're putting it to use because what comes up to it a month from now, we're going to be playing a lot of first fives and and taking advantage of the pitcher if we like him particularly so we could actually cash in early before the game is even over. And then on top of that, what we're also doing is we're doing a lot of live trading with MLB right now. When we see a team that we like before the game but the price was really high and we just didn't play them, if we see that they're down, and especially if they're at home particularly, it doesn't work on every single level, and you can't just blindly do this every time, but if a team is down early in the first or second inning, and now the value, if they're down two or three runs early, and we're now getting, instead of them being a, you know, a $2 favorite, now they're getting you know, plus 130, plus 140 to win the game, we're going to take them. If we liked them before the game, but we just didn't take them because they were just such a, you know, a large price, we're going to grab them because now we're getting value because more times than not, uh, a lot of times, you know, the, the pitcher needs a couple innings to get into the rotation. He might have just given up. And the eyeball test matters as well. May have just been given up a, a home run, you know, on a, you know, a, a two and two count. So a lot of this stuff plays a big role when you're literally trading and watching every one of these games and monitoring them in real time where most guys, a standalone square better is not going to have to sit there all day long and track all these games that are going on in real time and finding those those spots where we could take advantage of and make a lot of money with. And I think, you know, James, that there should be, you know, outside the box thinking, uh, you, you try to get information, guys that are in or out or hurt and, and, all, the, and all of the things that go into this uh, to make sure you've got the best information you can have before making a decision. But sometimes you get to have some outside the box thinking. It's just like uh, this morning... I don't know why this popped in my head, but it makes sense. You got the kid with the Angels, uh, uh, the Japanese pitcher who can hit the cover off the ball. And the Otani kid, they made him the DH last night. So he goes two for four. What did did he have? He he went three for four, hit his first major league home run. And I'm sitting there, and it pops in my head. There's probably only going to be three opportunities maybe for you during the year. But I make make the note to pay attention when the Angels play interleague and they're playing on the road in a National League city that there's 
incredible value on playing the Angels because this guy is going to be batting as a pitcher when they play in the National League Park, and the other team's pitcher is probably an automatic out, and this guy is going to have probably three at-bats where he could forget keeping a rally alive. He could start a rally. He's that big a hitter. So, I mean, you're only going to have two or three probably opportunities where that's the case this year, but you make those mental notes because you're always trying to find a perceived edge. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and also, I play a lot of totals as well in MLB, and I know you do too, Brian. And especially if I'm liking a, let's say I'm liking a home team and it's at home, and I'm predicting to be low scoring. I mean, there, there's a, a advantage, and if you have a good edge on that home team, just to play the under in that game, since there's one less at bat for that team if they're going to be up in the ninth inning. Same as the visitor. You want to might look at the over. This one, there's, there's an additional of that. If you, you, if your numbers have the visitor, if you think they're going, you know, win the game and win outright, so there's an advantage in this correlated parlays that are available too that people don't even know about playing the visitors and over in the home team and the under. But not, not it can't blindly play it. Certain situation like like Mike said have to arise. But there's stuff like that that people don't even look at that. There's an edge there, and so you just have to be, you know, know your numbers and and trust what you're doing is correct. Well, in the time of year means something. As we're in the home stretch here on SportsInsiderRadio.com, Mike, I would say, like even in hockey, the opportunities that have been out there now for the last two three weeks, where teams that are hopelessly out of it when they play each other, uh, the games tend to be, you know, a hockey player would take issue with this, but pond hockey. I mean, it's human nature for these guys. They're three games away from being able to golf and spend time with their families in the summer, and they're out of it. Uh, so they're not going out there and throwing throwing these big checks. Their their season's done in three days. Doesn't mean they're not going to be out there giving a good effort and they can still score. But the nature of the game's going to be played differently because it won't be as physical a game because they're out of it. Which means that there'll be more open ice and more opportunities to score. Um, so, so sometimes the timing of the year and a team situation rolls into your thought thought process. Well, and uh, you know, it, just listening to the show from from my standpoint, that I'm not a big knowledgeable person in golf or hockey. If you're a guy that's listening to the show and you've just in the last hour been educated on golf, World Cup soccer, baseball, going into the playoffs in NBA, hockey. We literally have everything covered. So, again, if you really want to take it to the next level, go to oddsworthbetting.com and get James Jones' private syndicate plays. Go to insidersgame.com, get Brian's pulse plays that he's actually playing on an everyday basis. You know exactly what he's on. And take advantage of the summer months and don't make it the, the basically the time off and, and really take on an opportunity to, to be trading everything. SportsInsiderRadio.com. We invite you to check out the site, 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. I, I, here, here's the thing. Mike, you're sitting there looking at overcast skies. I'm going to be so excited to be on my patio tomorrow morning, probably around 730 uh, watching on the internet, and when it first comes on, it comes only on the Masters website, and it's when the guys get to Amen Corner. So literally the first time you'll see these guys is when they get to number 11 before the TV coverage. And I'll be more than happy to do that. But while you and I are relegated to such things, James Jones is going to be walking around Augusta National tomorrow. That's – I'm jealous, hey, man. There's, there's one – well, that's one big kicker that, that <laughs> you know, that I, I've, I've, been, I've been to a lot of golf terms all over the country. And the only thing, and I, I respect everything that the Masters does, and the only thing I, you cannot take in that place, you cannot have a cell phone. That's right. So I, I, I will be out of tune with the rest of the world <laughs> for that for that you know ten hours, and that's hard for a guy like me. But um, but yeah, it, it, it's going to be a fun trip, and next year hopefully Brian can come down and go with us. But, but can you and, uh, honestly, James, when when you walk in there, because it's amazing. It, it was this, the it seems like the most beautiful patch of land in the world when you watch it. It's so green. And then all of a sudden, HDTV kicked in, 
whatever, eight, ten years ago. And and you can really see the hills and the slopes and, and what these guys are actually dealing with. It, it, it's as close to maybe, you know, getting you in there. Uh, but it, it's, is it one of these things that every time you go there, you're still wowed by it? It's amazing. I mean, right when you first walk into the uh, the course, you got the, the practice greens on the left, the driving range on the left, and then as soon as you go across number one tee box, and you get, especially I like to, like I said, I like to go down and put my chair on number thirteen. The azaleas are uh, amazing, and you know I, I'm not a flower guy, but when you go see it in real life, and you're just like you get just sends chills up your body. It's just amazing. Everything, every grass blade is perfect. It's not a the TV doesn't compare to it. You've you got to see it one time in your life. Is, is it set up for a final question, just like them living vicariously through you today? Uh, <laughs> is it one of these? I've been to U.S. Opens and many golf tournaments, and you know sometimes it's like, well, it's great to say you were there, but honestly, you can't see a doggone thing. I mean, if you're seven deep in a crowd, uh, right. you, you don't see a lot. Uh, is, is that place tailored to – have a theater aspect to it where you can actually enjoy and see a lot of it? There is, and the, the good thing about getting there early enough, you can get ahead of the group on, to uh, be honest with you, Brian, I've been there 15 times, and you know more about each, each hole than I do, but there, yeah, I think it's between where, where uh, Cooter hit the hole in one last year. What, what hole was that, 12? I yep. mean, uh, 14, uh-huh. 12, 12, they have a grandstand set up right there, and there are three holes right around it. You, before the first group gets there from the morning, you can sit at that grandstand and have a perfect view for, you know, three holes right there. As long as you stay ahead of the, the crew, you can always, you know, get ahead of the crowd. Well, I hope you have a wonderful time. Good for you. And we thank you for taking time to join us today on Sports Insider Radio. I appreciate it. 800-209-1679. 800-209-1679. Inviting you to check out sportsinsiderradio.com, the website. Michael, next week, our boy will be back. He'll be He'll be back. I hope. He might not come back. You never know. <laughs> Listen, fellas, have a wonderful week. Enjoy the Masters. Uh, we do invite folks to check out sportsinsiderradio.com. We'll play it back with you again next Wednesday right here. Same time, same place. And the show, Michael, people caught, missed any portion of it. It is archived where? Sportsinsiderradio.com. Nicely done. Thanks, fellas. Have a great day. You too. Have a good one. All right. SportsInsiderRadio.com. Always a fun time to talk about everything that's available to you on the wagering board. And we're here with you each and every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Las Vegas time. And the show is always archived for you at SportsInsiderRadio.com. Have a great week. Hey.